right. All right. I'm just gonna have to ask you All one right. more time. Are you, are, are you right. okay, buddy? I'm I'm fucking fine. So everything. Yeah. Okay. Then let's fucking go. Yeah. 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 Okay. I think I'm a boomer. I'm worried about I think you, I'm a buddy. I think I'm a Stop boomer. harassing me. Damn, I'm a Okay. E double G W H I T E coming with the heat. I stay fooling with my boy. Welcome to the Grillcast, the only podcast in the whole entire world dedicated to radical centrism. I'm your host, Ryan. Joining me as always is Micah. What is up, buddy? Are you okay? Well, I, I am. I'm very okay. Thanks for having me uh, back. Absolutely. And uh, I want to start off the show today with a reminder to our fans. Uh, subscribe to us wherever you can find podcasts uh, and our and our Odyssey channel because we have been, once again, banned off of YouTube for a week. Yeah. I know, man. I know. The Winkuck Menace. After us. Eternally after us. You never know when our channel will be stricken off the Look, face we're, we're, of we're never going to back earth. down. Okay? We're never going to back down from calling out the pedophiles at YouTube. All right? Or allowing right. you to do so in the comments because we are we okay unlike youtube and other uh, nefarious actors are advocates of free speech of truth and justice and the american way <laughs> and uh you know so yeah it's it's just it's inevitable you know the path that we're following it um like orion said it's 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 inevitable they will come after us and they'll never stop doing it so if you're on youtube right now and you're like why why am i listening to this on friday or saturday I could have been listening to this earlier. Just just think to yourself right now. Think to yourself, how can I make this work? And it's to subscribe to us on Odyssey and wherever you can find podcasts. But I would like to get to some better news because, you know, that's all very negative. We're a positive show. We're positive people. I'm turning a new Indeed. leaf because I smoke DMT. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm a positive guy now. Okay, we're all one. We're all people. So let's get into some better news. It's time for an Orion victory lap. I'm I'm a taking a victory lap, which uh, by the way, it's it's the only lap I'm running because I'm I'm still mass maxing, <laughs> still pushing for it. But victory lap because I was right yet again, my fellas. Yeah. Uh, some of our more enthusiastic fans may remember my rant on the homeless that they are in fact the privileged members of our society. That they choose the lifestyle that they lead because it's based and it's cool to touch grass for 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Some of you may remember that and probably agree with me. And now I have a source to back up my claim. I've been vindicated by a based homeless man who agrees with me. Who BTFOs somebody, a, a, a libcuck who tries to come at him for the simple crime of doing whatever the fuck he wants all the time to the detriment of others. You so... Know you know how you can trust. I just, just you know you can trust the homeless um, because they are prop. They are metrically the least online people that exist. And <laughs> going into a public library to masturbate does not count as being online. Um, no, 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 it does not. So we'll just go ahead and play this video of the homeless Chad backing me up, vindicating me. Why are you flipping me off, bro? Why are you taking my picture, bro? Because there, there should be housing for you. I don't want housing. Then, so what do you want? Just what? to sit here then? Yeah. It's my country, ain't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this isn't sanitary. We all live here. What, unsanitary. What gives you more right than me? How is it unsanitary? Look! What do you mean? Fucking you should want better for yourself. Yeah. I like it like this. I like the fresh air. 
What a no, king. No, I, I got you, but we all have to. What if somebody's handicapped and they need to get by? They can't. They got 36 inches. Somebody on a mobile bike can't get this through here. This guy has 36 inches. So your freedom's more important than somebody else's. 36 fucking inches. No, Hell see, yeah, this is the problem. Gross. You think you're more important than somebody else. I wanted to sit here and talk to the homeless guy and hold up traffic. <laughs> you gotta go to the hospital. You see that? You see how that guy Blow just expects. He just thinks that he is more important than everybody else. This is the sense of entitlement. <laughs> <laughs> Sneed. Oh man, that guy is fucking sneeding. It's so amazing to see this. To see to see this libtard get blown the fuck out by this homeless guy. Our intrepid look, homeless hero. He is. He, he had the bants. He had the banter. He put this guy in his place it, because he knows intrinsically being an unhoused person that homelessness is a freedom issue. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, 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 does free, this... Freedom and it, it plays into this uh, aspect of the homeless too. I, I don't know if... Um, it, if you've had many experiences with the homeless, but if you're if you're trying uh, to win a willpower match against the homeless, uh, you you are going to lose. <laughs> you are you are not going to win in that in that contest. Uh, and speaking for myself, um, you know, I I am near have been around the DC area where there are plenty of homeless to interact with. I've I've been to other big cities where there's plenty of homeless to interact with, and I've many times, you know, uh, they have come up to me asking for money as they do. And they're they are not shook or disturbed at all by me just completely ignoring their existence and staring into you know the abyss ahead of me. Uh, and they will move right along to the next person and the next person and the next person because they have the strength and the willpower and the mental fortitude uh, that you're you know this average per average people don't have. Absolutely. I mean these are these are grind setters. They're twenty four seven. Look, they don't have a house because they're constantly grinding and they don't want to just sit inside. And and, oh, I'm gonna play some video game, or dude, I'm gonna like scroll or whatever. No, they're yeah. they they're working. They're working everybody. They, they will sit. They can come. They around. will sit next to you on the subway, smelling like animal piss, and they will not move for anything. There is there is nothing you can say that will that will make them give up their seat. Their testicular fortitude and their moral constitution is something that should be. Uh, you know, embraced. It's something that we should look at and say, damn, I wish I was that cool. Because I do. I wish I was that cool that I could just not give a fuck. If, a, if we were all homeless, America would be better off. Right. No, I, uh, that's that's indisputable. That That's factual. That That is an 100% straight fact. And, uh, you know, this guy, this libtard who rolls up, you know, he, he sees this homeless man and he, he thinks he has a point to make here. You know, oh, you need to be in a house, dude. Like, oh, don't you want better for yourself? Like, what do you, do you think this guy would go up to a fucking obese person and do that? Do you think he'd go up to, like, a morbidly obese scooter individual that he's trying to be like, oh, you need to, like, move your shit so that fat people can get by on their on their scooters, on their little rascals, right? Yeah. He would never do that. And, uh, you know, what that really shows to me is that this... This is the fastest breakdown of the libtard that I've ever seen. In a simple minute, one minute, you see this man reduced from you deserve a house and to do better to you deserve a gas chamber. Yeah. All because he got rhetorically sniped by a base homeless man. Well, and it really also breaks down the the um, the typical leftoid um, retort of, oh, you're entitled, you're privileged. I mean, 
conventionally speaking most people would not view the homeless as that way so it's it's pretty much it it goes to show that it that like being privileged or being entitled is just you're you're upsetting a leftoid (laughs) yeah you you have made the leftoid upset and therefore you are an entitled and you are entitled to their rage is what you were entitled to exactly because what this guy sees what he sees is somebody who isn't living how he's living right he says oh you need to have a house just like me. You know, be like me. Oh, I go to work. I pay taxes. You have to be just like me. Well, guess what? You pay taxes so that that guy can fucking live on the sidewalk and be a Chad and touch grass all day, every day. And you just got to deal with that, cuck. You're a cuck. Yeah. At, at the end of the day, that's what you are. You were a Wagey. cuckold. Yeah, you're waging away so that this man can live his best life because you're not brave enough to take the steps that he's taken to make his life something worth living. Indeed. He recognizes that and internalizes it in a way that uh, he just makes this homeless man his target for his rage. It's disgusting to see. So, you know, at the end of the day, this vindicates me completely. Homeless people like being homeless. You know, they're not victims. Was there any? They was there ever any doubt? There was, unfortunately. There's a mass propaganda campaign to keep people waging away, slaving away for the man instead of being a homeless chad like this man. Let, let this video inspire you. Okay, let yourself be inspired today by this brave man's actions. But this libtard is not the only person who is spreading negativity. Okay, like I said, I smoked DMT. I I did DMT. I'm a positive guy now. I'm positive, guys. I'm. I I realized we're all one. But Eric Adams, New York mayor and African American, (laughs) uh, he recently did a speech where he talks about the plight of our youth. And, you know, this is one of those deals where, in typical politician fashion, he, he tries to use concern for the heckin' children, the chi- the childerinos, and he, he uses this to concern to make himself look good, even though it's his fault, uh, it's... It's a hundred percent his fault and his people's. Fault. You know, I Let's never, un- I, I've never understood why politicians have used children as a like a fear, t- like a fear mongering tactic. Like I haven't been a child in years. <laughs> I know. Like, well, I, I why would even... that that doesn't apply to me? Why would I be? I don't understand what you're. Well, because you know, parents they get that that uh that weird fear that everybody's everybody's coming after their children. Like, oh, everybody, yeah, my children they are not growing up how I grew up. They have the smartphone and the TikTok now, Ryan. And there's all these pedophiles, and it's like, dude, Ryan, what are no you talking about? No one wants to rape your kids. Nobody in our gen- nobody in our generation has kids. What are you talking about? Well, that that's somewhat true. Uh, but black people still have kids. You know that I think that's who he's trying to appeal to. Here. And are they and are they watching politicians give speeches? God damn it, Mike! <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to make a point here. No, You're no, making no, it no. really hard to no, stay no, positive. No, 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 go, right? go, go ahead. Okay, okay, we're all one. We're all one. I'm a good person. I smoke DMT. Okay, we're going ahead. We're going ahead. Play the clips. <laughs> Play the clips. So uh, let's give it a watch. See what this guy has to say. How are the children? And don't answer to your neighbor. Just think in your mind, how are the children? Why is Suicide rates among children have increased <laughs> to an epic proportion. They are depressed more at 9 and 10 year olds. Our babies are saying, I'm feeling depressed. They start oh, their day man. going to the corner bodega buying cannabis and fentanyl and sit in the classroom what? and try to learn. Oh, no. 
They look at TikTok that's teaching them how to steal cars. Young boy was burned 85% of his body because he did a TikTok challenge. The same TikTok that our children are seeing here in America, you cannot see it in China where they created it. How are the children? Mm. Oh, no. Well, you know, I see this. I see this. And wow, that's so negative. That's negative vibes. Bro. Yeah, that's negative vibes. And that's what that's what's wrong with politics today is that these politicians, they come up on stage and they're just like so negative, man. It's being a being a Debbie Downer, being a doomer. He, he talks about how these kids are all depressed, addicted to drugs. And, you know, and they're he, using he just TikTok. Comes up here. They're, they're using the TikTok. And that, that's the problem with these wing cucks is that they're all doom and gloom 24-7, always. They always, they always see the meat as half raw instead of medium rare. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because we're the grill cast. We right, talk, right, right. We talk about <laughs> grilling stuff, you yeah, know? Yeah, I don't. Have we ever talked about grilling, I think so. actually? I think we have. Maybe like a couple. Well, either way, I'm not I'm not just going to sit here and complain. I'm not playing their game, okay? I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be a participant. So I went ahead and did something about it. Uh, I, I fixed African-American Mayor Eric Adams' speech so that it would be more positive and uplifting. So that it would spread joy to the world. Because... At the end of the day, that's what the grill cast is all about now, since I smoke DMT. <laughs> Spreading positivity and joy. So let me just go ahead and show you my edit of his video to make it, you know, a little more palatable and positive. Like we all need so desperately in the world today. How are the children? And don't answer to your neighbor. Just think in your mind, how are the children? <laughs> Suicide rates among children have increased to an epic proportion. <laughs> they are depressed more at nine and 10 year olds. Our babies are saying, I'm feeling depressed. They start their day going to the corner bodega buying cannabis and fentanyl. <laughs> they sit in the classroom and try to learn. They look at TikTok that's teaching them how to steal cars. TikTok. <laughs> Young boy was burned 85% of his body be because he did a TikTok challenge. <laughs> the same TikTok that our children are seeing <laughs> here in America, you cannot see it in China where they created it. How are the children? Dude, see, was, that, was that Dave Chappelle? That's what I was going to say. He's a regular Dave Chappelle, man. Is it, isn't this refreshing? Is it, isn't this a nice change of pace, being able to laugh at ourselves and the world around us instead of being a doomer about, oh, the kids are taking fentanyl on TikTok or I whatever mean, the fuck? I mean, you fun. know, when you put a laugh track after all those statements, they did seem like kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. And that's what these people I think I need. get where you're going with this, yeah. That, what I'm trying to say is we need to introduce a little bit of levity to these things. Like, it, it's just being, a, oh, I'm going to be all super serious about the problems that black urban youths face or whatever your pet project is. It, does that make any difference? Does that make any difference? Does that fix everything? Or does it just make the world, like, more negative vibes, man? Sometimes I wish you know? we, uh, sometimes I wish that we had a laugh track, but... Instead of the track, it's just me going up to our fan's house with a gun and telling them to laugh. <laughs> yeah, I, that, would, that would probably work. But we don't need the gun <laughs> because we're so positive. We don't need the gun. The, we inspire laughter with our kind words, Micah. Look, man, I didn't smoke DMT, okay? That's your that's your shtick. Look, man, I'm all still I'm an saying asshole. is... 
Okay, look, all I'm saying, man, is, like, you'll take it and you'll realize, like, dude, Joe Rogan was right about everything. Like, bro. Like, when has Joe Rogan, when has Joe Rogan ever said a singular thing? Can you, can you, can you find me the clip? A singular thing? I don't believe it exists. You will not convince me that it exists. What? Uh, I think, I think he says things all the time, brother. All right, well, that's neither, it's neither here nor there. I'm not going to debate this with you. Okay, okay. I think we all Look, know that I think we all know that now. Joe Rogan's never said a singular thing in his life. True, true. And I you know, I I don't agree with that, but you know, now that I've smoked DMT, I don't feel the need to convince you anymore because my actions, you know, I'm the same as you. Anyway, let's fucking move on from this shit. Uh no no more of that. We're all smiles over here, my gorillas, you know. Add a laugh track. If you ever hear some horrible news, if there's everybody, ever anybody telling you like something negative and horrible that you don't want to hear, laugh just track. add a laugh yeah. track to it. CNN would would do gangbusters if they had a fucking laugh track add to their programming. They would. They would. Uh, it would revive their dead and shitty network. Yeah, they need people like <clears throat> us to help direct them towards the future. Yeah. Uh, speaking of people who need some direction in life who haven't smoked dmt donald trump was recently convicted in civil court of civil rape and defamation oh no have you heard this no been hearing about this no so his accuser uh her name's e jean carroll that it's that's a really pretentious name like just use your full use your full first name don't use e dot jean carroll you fucking pretentious cunt, okay? But anyway, this is what she alleges. You know, she brings him to court, sues him in civil court, and says, and I quote, New York Post, Carol agreed to help Trump find a gift for a woman, and the pair walked through the store, flirting and exchanging banter, she said. Okay, so she's flirting, she's a tease already, uh, one mark against her. Trump led her to a desolate six-floor lingerie department where he tossed a see-through negligee at Carol asking her to try it on, she claimed. But Carol jokingly threw the lacy one piece back at Trump, telling him to try it on, she claimed. Okay, so she's trying to troon him out. You know, she's she's trying to uh, yeah. gender bend him. Uh, another strike against her. Like, Donald Trump, you can say a lot of things about him. He's not fucking gay, okay? So he, he gets angry about this, you know, understandably. Uh, Trump led her into an open fitting room where he pinned her against the wall and bumped her head twice during what she called a fight. Trump then penetrated her with his fingers and later with his penis, she claimed. <laughs> saying she could still feel the pain of his fingers inside her. <laughs> so, <laughs> doesn't that seem weird? Can we back, can we back this up it? a little bit? So she said they were they were in a desolate lingerie section? A desolate sixth floor yeah, is lingerie that the, Is that department. really the wording that was used? Desolate? Yeah, it was desolate. It was a ghost town. <laughs> it was like some Wild West 1800 yeah. shit. And her and, <laughs> her and Trump are just standing fucking 10 paces <laughs> and uh, to me, th this should be like an open and shut case, right? And if I was Trump's lawyer, Trump should have hired me as his lawyer because he, he lost, you know, he he's facing a $5 million, uh, not fine, you know, he has, to, he has to pay the bitch out or whatever. But if I was his lawyer, this would be my question. Was there any orange residue on her pussy? <laughs> Was there any orange residue on her pussy? Yeah. My gorillas, even that's, all, that's all I'm... these years later, 
I feel like there'd be like some sort of stain, right? I I feel like that lingers. Right. Now that's a powerful substance that he's using for his um his skin alteration. Um but you 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 bring up an excellent an excellent point of like what what exactly was the evidence in this case? Because realistically, anyone who's ever encountered Donald Trump could sue him for, you know, making them uncomfortable. Uh but what is where where and I and I guess like also, how do you distinguish between a civil rape and an uncivil rape? I would say probably an uncivil rape, you, uh, you know, go to the police, you say like, hey, yeah. like, uh, and in a, in a civil, in a civil rape, you get $5 million. <laughs> and that's, what's funny to me, like suing someone in civil court for rape. Yeah. Like, I, I, I understand pursuing actual legal charges because, yeah, rape, rapists should be locked in a cage. They're, they're fucking animals. But civil court, your, your honor, this man penetrated me against my will and didn't even give me money. I'd like five million dollars. please. Doesn't that just make you a prostitute? Yeah. Well, can we, can uh, what, we at least res- do we at least have like some clips of Trump like burying, burying himself, making himself look like a rapist? Yeah, we do. We do have okay. some clips to go okay. over there. Because that 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 sort of thing, like I get, there's a statute of limitations on sex on sex crimes. Um, so right. like her pursuing this in as, as a civil case does make sense. Um, from from that angle, but at the same time, like this this shit is like how how difficult is this to you know to prove? And like the fact that she won, I mean, there has to be some pretty damning evidence. And I'm I'm looking I'm forward to seeing. I'm telling you, it. man, it's all about the orange stain. I'd be like Johnny Cochran up there. I'd be like, if there is no orange strain, you must refrain from convicting my client of civil rape. Yeah, and I it, he'd be walking free today, five million dollars richer. Five million. But, but uh, <laughs> I, I want to go over some of these videos because Trump was deposed. He did a video deposition, and there's some bangers in there. And I'd like to start off with video one: Trump dabbing on this lawyer. When you said in that video that Ms. Leeds would not be your first choice, you were referring to her physical looks, correct? Just the overall, not, I, I look at her, I see her, I hear what she says, whatever. You wouldn't be a choice of mine either, to be honest with you. I hope you're not insulted. I would not, under any circumstances, have any interest in you. Oh my God. I'm, being, I'm honest when I say it. Uh, she, I would not have any interest in. <laughs> See, this is why he won in 2016, yeah. right? Like, unlike Mayor Eric Adams, African American, he's he's a positive guy, making fun jokes, even in the middle, even in the middle of a court case, everything's on the line. He's still there, you yeah. know, rolling out some bangers. And th- this is the Trump I've been missing that we've all been missing because election stealing victim Trump, cringe gay uh get him out of here nobody nobody cares about that but yeah. my misogynistic jovial trump dabbing on fat women based very cool uh, bring, <laughs> very cool bring this guy back for the love of god and his timing god man i missed i i forgot just like the perfect timing he has like you wouldn't be my choice either uh you know i hope you don't take offense to that just yeah saying, like just the added like i'm looking out you know i care about your feelings you know by the way <laughs> it's good stuff man it's good stuff but you know let's get to the evidence let's get let's get to the juice the meat of the case right the juice of it because uh at the core of this This is a man accused of civilly raping someone right right a very serious charge and uh the core of this case 
basically lies upon whether or not she is his type. So I have a CNN analysis on whether or not he's being honest when he says this. Trump is based... Uh what well, his he defense just said Trump is, is based. Uh, in this case, much of it around the idea that, <laughs> in his view, Eugene Carroll is not his type. Uh, putting aside, obviously, the fact that rape and sexual assault is, is about power, not necessarily attraction, <laughs> that claim seemed to be undermined by himself during the deposition. Yeah, there's this moment in the deposition where Trump is uh, being shown a photo of him and his then-wife, Ivana Trump, at some gala with E. Jean Carroll and her then-husband, John Johnson. So Trump is looking at this black-and-white photo, which we have seen before, and he's, you know, being presented like, this is E. Jean Carroll back at the time period. This was just a few years before the alleged assault. So he's being shown this photo. Take a listen to his reaction to it. I don't even know who the woman, let's say, I don't know who, it's Marla. You're saying Marla's in this photo? That's Marla, yeah, that's, that's my wife. Which woman are you pointing to? No. That's Here. Carol. Oh, is that, the oh, person okay. you just pointed to was oh, Eugene Carroll. Who is that? Who is this? Point, and the person, the woman on the right is your then wife, I don't Ivana? know, this was the picture. Ivana. I assume that's John Johnson, is that <laughs> Carol? Because it's very blurry. Now, Jake, as you see there that Trump is confusing E. Jean Carroll from the early 90s with his second oh. wife, Marla Maples. And later in the deposition, he is asked by Carroll's attorney, are all of your wives your type? And Trump says, yes, that they are. Whoa. So this is something that Carroll's team wants to use to undercut his argument that she wasn't his how type. The and that how the fuck is this? <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, like, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I got so sucked into the whole, like. The, the details of what they're like what they're explaining like oh he she is his type what why the fuck is that evidence well yeah th because what? this is Micah this is a world we live in what? the years 2023 the former president of the United oh, States you would do is engaged in a civil rape case and and what this case is teetering on what both sides are arguing is if the woman he allegedly civilly raped was his type or not. This is what they're battling it out in the courts, duking it out. Nuh-uh, you so did want to fuck me, Donald. Nuh-uh. No, I didn't want to fuck you, nuh-uh. <laughs> this is where we are. This is the world we live in, they Micah. Just, they just put him in a room, just put him in, a, in, a, in a, a windowless room with a picture of her for 24 hours, and if he gets an erection, he has to award $5 million. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's that's all you really need to do at this point. I mean, if that's if that's what the crux of the the argument is, like, isn't that what like is a this? weird? Isn't that a weird thing? Like the legal defense being like, ah, wouldn't hit mid. You were mid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's weird too. I was too. not yes, mid. I that's... was I was a seven point five. That's you know that's a bit above mid. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, both sides bad. <laughs> that's something we can conclusively say today both sides bad uh, a core tenant of our show uh personified by the civil rape case now next up we have a video where he drops the bullshit and he talks about this frankly uh this might have sealed the case against him yeah I'll, I'll let you all listen and come to your own conclusion and then immediately tear apart that conclusion you came to and tell you the facts and logic behind this she actually indicated that she loved it Okay, she loved it until commercial break. In fact, I think she said it was sexy, didn't she? It was very sexy to be raped. Didn't she say that? So, sir, I just want to confirm. It's your testimony that Eugene Carroll said that she loved 
being sexually assaulted by you? Well, based on her interview with Anderson Cooper, I believe that's what took place. And you, we, can, we can define that. You'll have to show that. That's, uh, you know, you might think that's a little bit rough. You might think that's a little bit tough. You might think, wow, why, why would you say that in a court deposition? Yeah. Uh, he basically says that he didn't do it, but if he did, that she loved it. And <laughs> what does that mean? What What does that mean? What is this uh, Anderson Cooper interview that he's talking about here? Yeah. <laughs> so I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and play that so that we have the full context for exactly what he was talking about. I feel like a victim. I was not thrown on the ground and ravished, which the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not... This was not sexual. It just, it, it hurt. It just, what, it just, you know. Well, I think most people think of rape as a, I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not I think most people rape. think of rape as being sexy. Mm. Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasies. Mm. Yo. If you can stick around, we'll talk more on the other side. You're fascinating to talk yeah. to. <laughs> Dude, that bitch, that that bitch is off her rocker, dude. Are you serious? Are you serious? A Skeletor-looking bitch? Nuts. That chick is nuts. And even Anderson Cooper knows. He knows. He, he's lost for words. She says this. He, he's just trying to get her to shut up. He's like, oh, we're, we're, gonna, we're just going to go to break really quick and uh, try and try and get away from this topic entirely. Because <laughs> he's, a, he's a gay guy. Yeah. He's a gay guy. He hates her in this moment because he knows she's fucking everything up here. Everything. Like, if the jurors, if this wasn't introduced into evidence, once again, I should have been the lawyer. If this was not introduced into evidence for this case, then what are we doing here? How... how how are you supposed to? Well, what, that she, she the, yeah, I mean, she did say so. She wasn't talking about him specifically, but she did say that that rape is sexy, and so that that definitely should have. You're right; it should have been introduced into evidence. Um, dude, did you see the look in her eyes after she was like? No, it was enamored. no. She like, had she, she had like, she had crazy bitch eye. Like she, she, they were wandering, like thinking, like ooh. Mm, mm. They're gonna have to throw away the chair she was sitting in after after she leaves because that thing that thing's gonna be so fucking sticky and disgusting. Like she she literally even tries to swing at him at the end. Like she's so turned on by this that she's like giving him fuck me eyes and being like, "You're so interesting to talk to." <laughs> Manderson Cooper. To a gay man. Yeah. To she thinks. Yeah. She, she. No. She thinks it's Manderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper's straight oh. brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh, his his straight twin. Yeah. Who uh didn't get hired at CNN because of affirmative action. Yeah, exactly. Uh easy easy confusion to make, I suppose. But look, the overall arcing story here is that Donald Trump probably did do this. Like, let's be honest here. My grillas, even even our Trump supporting grillas out there. I know, I know you some of you are out there. Like, do you think that that guy is never like just shoved his hand in a woman's vagina without asking? Is that is that the vibe you get off that guy? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I see where you're going with this. But, you know, even if he did do this, which I don't even necessarily 100% believe in this instance he did this, he did it civilly. <laughs> He did it respectfully. Respectfully. That's why it's in that's why it's in civil court. 
He wasn't being an animal about it, you know. No, and she even said that. She said, you know, I wasn't ravaged. You know, it was it was just, you know, it was very quiet. You know, we were in a desolate part of the the <laughs> shopping outlet where, you know, I assume I assume there were people around, but it was the desolate section where there were no people around. Right, right. So he didn't publicly humiliate her, yeah. right? Like he did it. He did. He kept it in the bedroom, sort of, in a way. Yeah. He, he like stuck his his fingers in there. Is like, sorry, sorry, sorry. I apologize. Well, that's about uh, that's uh, about all we got on the Donald Trump civil rape trial. I'm sure this is really gonna hurt his uh, candidacy for 2024. I'm sure a lot of people yeah. are really gonna. A lot of people care about this. A lot of undecided voters who don't know how they feel about this man are gonna look at this and say that was that was a bridge too far. Oh, I'm, de- I'm yeah, I'm definitely not gonna choose this guy over the dozen other pedophiles now. <laughs> <laughs> this has really swayed my decision. I I just I just can't handle it. I just I, I my view of him is completely changed. I oh. thought he was such a, a pious individual before. Yeah. Uh, speaking of people who are pious, we got uh, a writer's strike in LA. Have you heard about this? I have actually heard I have heard about this. Wow. Yeah, I know. That that's a rare one. <laughs> yeah. Oh look, for the audience who may not be aware. Uh, in LA, you know, there's a lot of people that work in the industry, the industry where they go into studios and they work really hard to write scripts for our beloved entertainment TV shows and movies, you know, these high quality productions that uh, really strike a chord with the American people that really, you know, inspire uh, us as Americans. These are the people that allow, these are the people that allow us to binge watch from our laptops, all sorts of different programs and be pieces of shit all day long. <laughs> that these are the people producing binge-worthy content, right? And they've recently um you know, they've been very upset with the advent of chat GPT and such being used to write scripts for shows because these are highly talented and learned people right. driving the culture, driving these scripts. These are people that work really hard to bring us the best entertainment that's ever been made in history in the year of 2023. And as a result, you know, they feel like they're being replaced. They're saying, uh... <laughs> They're saying, you will not replace us. Yeah. You will not replace us. And they're holding signs uh, and tiki torches and protesting for more rights for themselves. So I'd like to analyze uh, some of their signs that they have uh, and, you know, show you what they're fighting for. I want to show you what's going on. I feel like a this, lot of because people Because this might, is a labor movement. People might claim that this is kind of... Um analogous to the uh, AI art uh, controversy. Um, But we're actually not quite at the point yet where the um, AI can make a better movie uh, than these these writers and directors and producers and whatnot. We're getting there. Um, So that that is the core difference right now is that the AI art is considerably better than what any artist today can make. And uh, with chat GPT and other AI technology, they haven't quite nailed uh, filmmaking yet, but they're they're going to get there. They're on the precipice of it. Uh, the writers are feeling the heat turning up, and they don't feel like they have enough. So I- I'd like to show you some pictures from this strike of these brave laborers, you know, these brave union laborers who are fighting for their rights. So here's our first one today. Fists up, pens down. 
And with this man, his fist, Victor, the Victor of the Writers Guild of America, West, United We Stand, Eagle, patriotic man here on his shirt with his fist in the air. He's defiant, defiant against chat GPT and the AI takeover. He's fighting for human rights. You know, this is like the civil rights movement of the 60s, except actually important. You know, he's he's putting his hands up. He's, Why did he draw a testicle on his sign? Is, is that what you see there, Micah? You see that? Oh, look, he, he's a writer. He's not an artist. That is a fist. Oh, oh okay. Oh, 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 okay. I got you. I thought those were little hairs. They probably should have used uh, Mid Journey or like some AI art program to <laughs> to to make these signs because yeah, it looks it looks horrible. But right, right. regardless, it, this is a brave man, inspiring, uh, scary too with his fist in the air. I feel like he could really beat the fuck out of some scabs. You know, I would not I would not want to cross this picket line. I wouldn't want to fuck with these people. Mm-hmm. Move on to the next one here. We have a uh, give up just one yacht on the left and i i just want to point out this asian woman here like white guys they have this tendency especially libertarians to kind of fetishize asian women they think oh i could get a hot asian girlfriend you know they 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 want to get bleached these women want to get bleached they love bwc but the the reality is the hot asian women go with the successful asian men my white gorillas if you're gonna if you're gonna pursue an Asian woman, this is this is what you get. And this totally this... relates to the writer's strike, by the way. This whole this this whole tangent. <laughs> look, look, I, I'm just calling it how I see it. I wanna I wanna dissuade the notion to my gorillas that they're gonna get a ten out of ten Asian girlfriend. This is this is uh the the mid Asian women go for white guys. So just know you're not getting you're not getting out of dating a white woman that easily. I'm sorry. <laughs> but regardless, give up just one yacht. Is that such a big ask? Because these Hollywood bigwigs with their yachts and their private jets and private islands, you know, they could they could just give up one yacht and support all of these people. This is such a cogent point that this mid-Asian woman, which is being generous, is offering here. Yeah. It's inspiring. How would how would we get the same rendition? How how would we get another rendition of the same story four times? Um, you know, in, in a 20 year period without these hardworking, talented, um, creative writers. Right. I, I don't think it's possible. I don't I think mean, it's possible. AI would probably yeah. like come up with something new and interesting, which isn't what the, it's not what the people want. I mean, look, during the pandemic, these people were essential workers, right? Because they're so yeah. necessary. These are essential workers. They didn't sit at home and collect neat bucks. And no, they they produced the entertainment that got us all through the 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 worst period of our lives. Right? Arguable. Without them, what would we have? Nothing. Now, look, there's this guy on the right here. Sure, I support AI. All of our terms being met in a fair and timely manner. This is a man who's taking no prisoners. He's not backing down. He's not willing to compromise. He's not willing to lay down and just take it like a cuck. This is a man who wants all of his terms met now. This guy's got a sign. He's got a sign. Here's one of my favorite ones. Uh, This woman (laughs) says... Chat GPT doesn't have childhood trauma. Yet. So true, Queen. So true. Because we all know that childhood trauma 
actually makes you like really cool and complex and doesn't just make you a giant asshole who fucks up everybody else's life that you come in contact with. Yeah. No, it actually makes you a creative genius. You're, you're you know, you're a, a struggling artist. You're somebody who has something to say because of your lived experiences, not someone who's much more likely to go to jail and commit violent crimes and make terrible movies about how your dad doesn't love you and insert that into every script like and, and ruin Rick and Morty. No, no, <laughs> not that. It makes you a genius. So hats off to this woman. Uh, she does have an Evil Dead 2 shirt. That's pretty cool. Evil Chat, Dead's a yeah. great series. Chat, Chat GPT doesn't have childhood trauma, but I'm glad that you do. <laughs> does make her a little more accessible, doesn't it? It, there, it does, yeah. Nice. Nice. All right. Childhood trauma, that's what we call low-hanging fruit. <laughs> that's what no. we call ripe for the picking. Ripe for the picking, low-hanging fruit. And now we got these ones. Oh, wow. We have this this brave African-American man or woman or they, them. I'm not really sure what's going on here. And says, fuck oh, really? around and find out. A black writer. I like how he has to qualify that on the sign. Like, we can't see that, that, is a, that you are a black person holding that sign. Well, look, some people might look at this and say something like, oh, no wonder uh, in, you know, movies and TV that black people are so two-dimensional and basic and just act like a white person with black skin because that's the type of people they hire to write these scripts. No wonder there's no actual you know, black I've, people. I, I, I found that the, there is an actual an exception to that rule and it's in movies actually marketed to black people yeah that's true which is like that just that proves the that proves the hypothesis like beyond a shadow of a doubt right because this person they're not writing things marketed towards black people they're writing things for white people this is a black writer who's putting in that influence to help mayos with their cultural acceptance issues you know if, if this person can go there and say i'm gonna make a black person who's just like a white person so that you're comfortable with them and then accept them subliminally well you know what that's a great thing this guy's basic or girl or they them is basically martin luther king or queen Th this is a brave individual here paving the way for black artists of the future to also become basically white people uh to the right we have On the other hand beautiful <laughs> We have we have Lizzo's sister here holding a uh, holding coffee Beyonce. that she yeah. probably probably doesn't need. I'm in the mood to fuck something up, Beyonce. Uh, now you know I've also said that before. Yeah, and, and for the whatever reason, part I'm not it, I, I, I'm not getting the quote for some reason. Beyonce. Yeah, is, that's. I feel like well, I'm a little you know, bit more notable than Beyonce. Well. You know, it is what it is. And hopefully it can be properly attributed to you someday, my friend. But look, this is a woman who's brave. This is a woman who says, it doesn't matter that I'm 300 pounds. I'm going to wear a sweatshirt to hide my fat, disgusting body, even though it's 80 degrees because I'm really self-conscious. I'm going to go out here and fight for the rights of my fellow writers. That That's the kind of cohesion that this writer's guild has. She's sweating her ass off right now. Her roles, they're they are slippy and slidey, right? Like the crevices between those. But she she doesn't she doesn't care because she works hard. She works hard and she wants to make the world a better place. So hats off to you, ma'am. You can you can really tell uh, how concerned they all are about this issue and about losing their jobs by how um, they look like they don't give a fuck. <laughs> how, how they're all smiling and, and uh, having a great time. 
Like it's a block party. And they ordered these signs on Alibaba instead of making them, you know, on a piece (laughs) of cardboard paper in their garage. Well, look, man, these people, they probably smoked DMT too. And they realized the only way you make change in this world is by being positive. Okay. They're being positive, which is a great thing. I'm turning a new leaf, my friends. I'm a positive guy now. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we'll move on to our next one. Uh, This is just a sign. And look, it's a white person. They're making the white supremacist hand sign because this is a radical centrist coalition of people from all across the political spectrum saying, you're going to leave the future of the MCU to an AI? And I look at that and I think, wow, what if that hellish dystopia did transpire? What if we came into a future where the Marvel Cinematic Universe was written by an AI? I, I, God. I don't want to think about that. I'm speechless. Yeah. I'm speechless, Micah. The quips. The quips that we all love. The pithy quips that they all exchange with each other. The relatable humor. uh, The pop culture references. The pop culture references. Do you think the AI could make pop culture references? Do you think that they could map out the Marvel Cinematic Universe for 10 years plus into the future? No. It's not possible. Not only is it not possible, but if Marvel Cinematic Universe falls, the West falls, okay? That is our culture. That is who we are, my friends. And then we have one last one here, probably my favorite, Writers Guild on Strike, the blank sign, because he's not going to write anything. Do you get it? Do you get it there? Oh, fuck, that's meta. That's meta, dude. Oh, fuck. This this guy's a Rick and Morty writer, a season one and two Rick and Morty writer, not one of these these women coming in and sucking out all the fun of it. And look at him, he's a certified gorilla. This is a guy who owns and operates a grill on the weekends, who feeds his family and his friends, and he does it for the love of the craft. You can tell by looking at him, and he has smart meta humor. Do you think ChatGPT could write that? Because ChatGPT, ask it anything. Words, 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 words. You get like five fucking paragraphs. This guy made a point. He made a point out of nothing, because nothing is something. I smoked DMT, and I figured that out. And this guy did too, okay? Or, so these or, are the brave- or, 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 or we're just reading into this and he just didn't fill out the sign because he felt like the text that was on there to begin with was enough. That couldn't possibly be true. This man is a genius and a scholar <laughs> and I respect him and all of these people out here fighting for their rights, okay, to continue grooming and brainwashing uh, the, the youth of America there today and uh, writing the Marvel Cinematic Universe of of expanding Western culture of, you know, submitting scripts, getting them given back to them and saying the CCP didn't like that. You have to take that out and then removing it. That's what I respect. These that's what these people do. Okay, that's what these people do. And they're not going to stop and they're going to fight for their rights. So round of applause, round of applause for them. Well, you know, Micah, that's a movement that we can all get behind. That's indeed, a movement. Indeed, indeed. And I was super enthusiastic to talk about it. Um, and I you know, I had a lot of input, as as did you. And um, I think we all came out um, better we for had understanding the issue. Input. Yes. Just like all the writers, we had an equal input and enthusiasm yeah. for this. Yeah. But I'm not enthusiastic about our last topic today. Uh, I'm enthusiastic to talk about it, but I'm not down with what's happening. My gorillas. In Philadelphia, a federal judge has ordered that the 
Sasson Valley School District must allow the after-school Satan Club, sponsored by the Satanic Temple, to meet on its property. It will be the first after-school Satan Club in Pennsylvania. So far, six students have signed up for the club, which begins Wednesday. So the Satanists, it's it's true. They've infiltrated the schools. Well, I'm, I'm looking at this picture from the article, and I can tell you right now, like, none of these people, like, not a single one of these fuckers would be cool with, like, any of the people that Satan hangs out with. So you look at these people, right? We're Satanists, dude. And you, you, you think of Satanists, you think like a badass rebel, someone who doesn't care about anything. Like, look at these people, man. Like these two fucking they thems on the left. Yeah. Messed up. Well, I, I'm just saying, like, do you think any of these combined people- combined 1,000 pounds. <laughs> do you think any of these people would get along with like European pagans or like Hitler or, I mean, they might get along with Michael Jackson, but like none of the people in hell- <laughs> They're not, they're not, these, these people do not fit in. Okay. They, they don't know what they're asking for here. No, dude. I just wanted to like stick it to the Christians, man, because they're like against LGBTQ rights, dude. I want to go over some of the seven fundamental tenets of Satanism. Yeah. Because I, it's important that we know what these people believe. Okay. What they're all about, why it is that they're the Reddit of religion. I have a source for this claim from the satanictemple.net. There are seven fundamental tenets of Satanism. Number one, one should strive to act with compassion and empathy toward all creatures in accordance with reason. Oh, t- hmm. reason, dude. Hmm. dude I'm using reason? reason. Yeah. What reason? What reason? Dude, but reason and logic. I, I came to the... It's You're Ben Shapiro, dude. Yeah. You're Ben Shapiro, but like fat. Two, the struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. Oh, that doesn't sound like Satan coping and seething. <laughs> Does that seem like what Satan wants? Yes. Like, well, no, it, it, it's not really what justice? he wants. That's li- that's literally just him saying he did not get justice when God kicked him out of heaven. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's just—he's molding. He's <laughs> that he is a prototypical like they them who's mad at his dad, isn't? Yeah. He? What? Yeah. And what? What was the last part of that? That that tenant? It was like laws and they institutions. Should, it prevails like, over laws and institutions. Yeah, that's, that's talking about God's law, like the order of the world and all that crap. Yeah, that's just Satan being right. a little petty bitch moving on we have one's body is inviolable subject to one's own will alone so i I mean obviously that's what these people have chosen to do clearly many of them have cut off their own penises to own the own the conservatives uh the the two on the left especially complete ham planets oh it is my will to eat ten thousand calories a day Four, the br- freedom of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend. To willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forego one's own. What do you think happens if you say the N-word around these people? <laughs> oh, tenant number four. Tenant number four. I don't, do you think that they would respond positively? Oh, dude, that, but that's like the fourth commandment of uh, Satan and stuff, so I guess that's cool. What if, what if I'm wearing a KKK robe and I walk into their gay Satan club? Are they like, do we, oh, does well, anybody Does I'm anybody the- think that Satan is respect, like, that 
That, like Satan, Satan respects respect trans rights. Yeah, like Satan is is out here like avoiding like when he sends demons to go torment people. Is is he sending them like just make sure you don't use the n word, right? Just like be cool with it. Like right, there's a lot of con- like negative connotation, and I feel like that's gonna bring like a lot of a lot of stress and negativity to the experience. So please just avoid <laughs> <laughs> using... having to go to H, having to go to hell HR because yeah. he used a slur <laughs> when you were like yeah doing your demonic possessions like. <laughs> what and here's here's reddit here here's reddit the rule five beliefs should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world one should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit one's beliefs yeah yeah how many of these people have cut off their dick in this picture well, this is, well, is this is this proof that that science is like backed by the devil is that, is I, that I think it is? is you heard it here first folks you <laughs> Let your let let your chemistry teacher know what they're really what they're really doing. It's such an annoying belief to be like, oh, dude, like you can't just like notice things yourself and come to your own conclusions based on your own experiences. Your beliefs they have to conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. Scientific facts, dude. Like there, you can't just know things intrinsically. Your yeah. your instincts, the things that guide you intrinsically. No, yeah. no, that doesn't yeah. count. That doesn't mean anything because what if some science dick halfway across the world write something in a journal in a scientific journal you better not distort those facts no These you must that... you must listen to the data that can be manipulated <laughs> you... they're literally against misinformation never distort scientific facts never 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 not even not, <laughs> not even, even to have for... a good time yeah exactly recreationally that, that's anti-griller sentiment right there folks indeed uh people are fallible if one makes a mistake, one should do one's best to rectify it and resolve any harm that might have been caused. I think that's a Christian tenet as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Brit. No, but the way we say it, like... It's cool. <laughs> it, it's horseshoe theory in action right there, yeah. my gorillas. What's the next one? Let's... let's, let's... Final tenet. Are you having fun, Micah? I, I, I'm enjoying this. Every tenet is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility in action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. So is that, is that, doesn't that go against belief five? The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. I'm pretty sure that science is written in journals and that you're supposed to conform your beliefs to science, but then also to the spirit of compassion wisdom and justice those two are at odds with each other they don't match up that's why fauci like took a thousand beagles and fucking like put them in a gas chamber just for fun (laughs) just to fuck around is that compassionate is that wise is that justice you satanic faggots you fat pieces of shit you mongoloid motherfuckers is that what you think nobility and action and thoughts uh, inspiring nobility do these people look noble to you is there anything noble about no. these people <laughs> this my- is a nightmare blunt roto my my grillos <laughs> look at this nightmare blunt do you imagine <laughs> do you imagine having to hang out with any of these people for five minutes I guarantee all the music they listen to is awful. I guarantee it's all trash. I bet it's the worst, like, oh, dude, like, bro, this is, like, a black metal band from Norway, except, like, they're not Nazis, because that's not cool, man. <laughs> like, the music they listen to is guided by their, like, gay politics. Those fucking people. 
Well, look, I mean, I, I hate I, these. My, my girl is Orion is clearly a little bit heated and you may think oh, he's, he's going pretty hard. But I think at the end of the day, Orion would still uh, admit that, you know, if Satanists and LGBTQ activists, pedophiles, Nazis and others, if these people weren't out there speaking their minds and meeting up in public, there would be no way to actually confirm that free speech exists. So, I mean, we, we, we have to tolerate this type of stuff. You know, we, we do to, to the extent that we're, we're going to we're going to allow them to exist. But we're also going to we're going to come on the show and we're going to berate them for it. Well, look. I want to berate them specifically into killing themselves. So like that's 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 what I'm going for here. I want them to hear this and know know my contempt for them. But uh, anyways, you know, not everybody respects their free speech here. Not everybody is down with this. Okay, they don't want this to exist. Many parents reacted with anger and fear. Parents are so lame. <laughs> God, I hate mom and dad. <laughs> They're not letting me join Satan Club and be cringe with these groomers. I have to go to church on Sunday. Mom's making me. <laughs> we don't even Many stop parents. for Dunkin' Donuts anymore. I mean, if you stop for Dunkin' Donuts, you're going to look like the two on the left. That's, that's probably true. the... Uh... That's true. But that's fat maxing. I guess that's cool with me now. Yeah. I, I need to remain we need, consistent. Yeah, that's we... another thing. That's another that's thing a grill DMT. That is a grill talk. cast principle. That's not a DMT anything. That's, that's just a grill cast principle. <laughs> I... A logs out consistency. there. Consistency. I want our A logs. <laughs> Go throughout all our episodes. Find one time where we've been inconsistent. I bet you can't. I guarantee you, impossible. you can't. It's impossible. We've always abided by the same facts and logic. But, uh, you know, the leader of a local Christian group vowed to hold a prayer session March 8th, the day after the program was supposed to open. And so the district, they get some concerned calls, emails, you know, parents who don't like this. One of them reads, please shut down all religious after school clubs if that's what needs to be done to keep Satan out of that building. How about a, um, how about like a ritual seal? I feel like that would be better at keeping Satan out of the building. Like one of those salt barriers or whatever the fuck they're called. Right. And you know what? Why do they want Satan out of the building? Because then they can do that cool like exorcism thing mm. where they like speak in tongues and the person like has a seizure on the ground and they're like, hallelujah. Like, isn't that what they live for? Yeah. And uh, another email reads, what's next? The after school heroin club? <laughs> What's what's next? Black kids and white kids in the same classroom? <laughs> Dude, wouldn't an after school heroin club? Isn't that just like isn't that just isn't that like just the skate park after next school? to the school? Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. that just I yeah. that already exists. It's just not <laughs> sanctioned. There's no difference whether yeah. it's in fact if it was sanctioned, you know, at least at least when they OD they could get fucking like brought back to life with uh Narcan. Yeah. Whatever the fuck it's called. Narcan, right, right. Safe safe space for heroin use after school. Right. Inclusive, right? They start they start doing they start doing like an outreach program when there's too many Chinese kids showing up. Try to get <laughs> try to diversify the club. Uh, Come chase the dragon, kids. Uh, 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 Bing so, Chilang. Yeah. Bing Bong Ching Chong, indeed. And uh, yeah, that's about all we got here today. My gorillas, thank you for listening. Micah, do you have any parting words of wisdom for the fans of our show? Uh, no, I'm I'm fine, dude. I'm okay. You're okay? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine, man. Okay, are you good? All right, and with that, peace out, my gorillas. I'm on Mama said on Zoom, everything cooler long as
is I'm not Laura Luma. If you think I'm not number one, I didn't spell that rumor. Hit that victory boy, yeah, along some motherfucking coochie. Default dance on a bitch. Hit the default dance on a bitch. Floss dance while I'm flossing in a whip. Victory Royale, when that chopper hit. Self-incrimination, I have no participation. News keep asking, I don't say shit. You can't have my conversation.